0: Episode 67, It's Okay. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind. And I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I just got back from a ride and a run. Imagine such a thing in the middle of my training season (laughs) that I would have to ride and run, right? But I want to share an experience why it's fresh and real and raw And I'm always, you know, I mean, obviously the title of this podcast is Beyond Your Comfort Zone, but I'm always asking you guys to get out of it. And I want you to see that I'm doing the same work right along with you. And I mean, I was just telling um, one of my group coaching classes that whether it be that where people are in my group coaching class because they're wanting to lose weight or start a program that they never have to stop again And that's getting out of their comfort zone or whether I'm coaching my athletes on trying to get to the finish line of whatever race they're doing. We're anywhere in between that. We all have to train our brain because our brain, we all have a brain and our brain will either help us or and sometimes it kind of slows us down and that's all the work we need to do because we all want to get into a different action whatever that action is to up level our life whatever the action is we're trying to change or work on becoming our best self that all happens where the the brain work happens and then from there we work on the actions we want to so Where we all have this similar ground that we can work on. So as I share this story with you, I want you to think about wherever it is in your life that you can apply this. But I am going to show you the story, the share what happened today, and then I will. You'll see how that applies to what we're going to talk about today. Anyway, so. If you are new to the podcast and you haven't been listening, uh, a lot of my journey stemmed from my mom passing away in 2019 in September, and um, I've learned a lot since then and um, that changed the trajectory of my life. But I'm going to take you back just two weeks before she passed away. And so that was, um, it was on her birthday, September 4th of 2019. And I was out doing this really long training ride, like a six hour training ride and a really long run after. And okay, so first of all, just so you, I'm only saying the distance or the time, so you know that. My body was in a physically weakened state when I was out there doing that. I was training for my first time going to the World Championships in Kona, which was, had been a dream of mine for over 20 years. And I was doing this, but my body was physically tired. And I knew that my mom was dying. And, but I didn't know when. And it didn't seem like it was okay to me. It just didn't seem like... I mean, I wanted it to be okay, and I wanted to be fine that she was going to pass on because I knew she had ALS, which is a terminal illness. And she, we had opted, the whole family, and she, she being the one opted, and we just concurred because we love my mom, that, that we would do no medical. And we would do nothing to try to stop it, that it would just go its own course, which it did go really fast, like 90 days with ALS. And sometimes it lasts in people for years. So, But at the time, I didn't know she was dying. I just knew it was her birthday. I knew I'd been thinking about her you know, a lot. She's... She is still one of my best friends, but she was my best friend, and I talked to her, or at the end, I we text. She couldn't talk at the end. Well, she couldn't really talk when she got her diagnosis, but we, we text, and then she couldn't really write anymore, so we would try to do some sort of communication, even if it was just words here and there. So we were in constant communication, and it was our birthdays. Of course, I was thinking so much about her, and I was out writing, and I did the ride, I did the long run, and I came home, and... I pulled one of my friends, and she's like, "Oh, are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if I'm okay." She's like, "You look once, you know," and she's such a good friend. But I, I'm like, I think I'm one step up from death warmed over. I was just like laying on my bed, and I the physical, you know, the physical was hard, but I trained up to that, so I could handle the physical. But the mental part of that was so hard because I just thought so much of my mom, and I just was like, "Why is this happening?" You know, so many questions that. When we're in a weakened state and why is this happening, those kind of things, I'm just trying to show you like they don't necessarily answer in a good way or I don't know if I can handle this or what am I, what is my life going to look like when this happens and I don't think this is okay and this shouldn't be happening. All those questions when we get in an emotional state, we don't need to judge ourselves, but we're, we're kind of like more emotional at that point and we're not, you know, people are like, ask the good questions, but at that point it's hard to ask those good questions. So I came home and I was pretty devastated on all regards, physical and emotional, and I was just like, wow. I just doubted a lot of things. I'm just trying to tell you all that because then two weeks later, she passed away. And still to this day, that memory of that was probably harder than her passing away. And I've had a few low, really, really low moments, but I think that they don't think they really compared to as much as that day. And so since that time, I haven't actually wanted to go and back and do that course. I, it's like I'm a 40 mile loop, and I just I can do it as many times as I need to in my training. And I, it's been almost two years and I haven't gone back out there and done it because it just, all the memories and I just, it just was such a hard day for me. I was like, I don't know if I can go do it. So today, today was the day (laughs) and I went and did it and um, it was so awesome, meaning that like I really watched where my thoughts were going and luckily I didn't have to do as hard of a training. I mean, it wasn't as long because I'm ramping up for Boulder 70.3. And then I start ramping up for Kona, which was 140.6, so my workouts get longer. But it wasn't as hard, which is good. I just was like, I don't want to get myself into that state. Yeah, I don't want to physically be that tired when I'm mentally trying to work on this game to go out here and like just do something that scared me to go back and do and all the memories that would be there. So I went and did it, and it was so awesome to just be there and see – lots of things came to my mind, but I'm at a place with my mom passing that like, it's okay. Like I'm, I'm definitely there now that like, it's okay. And I got there, you know, I don't know if it was fast or slow, but I got there hopefully as quick as I needed to with, it's okay with my mom passing. But today I was like, it's okay. And not only is it okay, but I know that this is all the way it was supposed to be. And so then, so as I got to that place, after these last two years, I don't know when I got to, it's okay, somewhere along the way. But also, not only has it been okay, but now I see that how um, I've become something so much different from that point. You know, I mean, when I was there, I didn't even know when she was going to die. I didn't know any of that stuff. You know, I knew it was quick, but it would coming quickly, but I didn't know. And I didn't know what it would look like without my mom. And so I had all this worry and doubt. And it's okay. Like, I'm trying to say that it's okay to have that. And then it's okay to get to a place where it's okay and accept reality for what it is. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But another point I just want to bring in about the situation is is when I was out there biking, two other points, and then we'll jump into the topic. But is that like to think of our life and see, you know, that was probably one of my darker moments in my life was that ride. And just knowing that it was getting close is my mom's birthday. And I knew for sure it was our last birthday that I would be celebrating her and telling her happy birthday, you know, in a physical sense. And, um, to think like that we, if like, we sometimes want to be like, it's not okay. I can't go on. But I mean, I mustered up somewhere and realize realized I could go on and to, to see where I am today and how much I've become and how much I've grown. And I feel like I've changed as a person. I think it's just so liberating and freeing for everyone who hears this, that wherever we're at right now, even if we're a dark place, a good place in the middle, anywhere we're at. And we can't even get to it's okay yet that we're still like, it shouldn't happen. This is all the things that we get to that our brain gives us when we're in more turmoil, when we can't get to it's okay. It's, it's fine to just let that be there and process it and realize that we, what will can two years bring for me if I just gradually just take steps and I look at myself now and, People on the outside might not see that things have changed for me on the outside. I mean, I probably look a lot the same. But inside me and the way I see things, I know that I've become someone so different. And so I think that's just to offer that to everyone that, you know, maybe we think two years is a long time. But in the whole scheme of things, like it's not really that long. And so if we if today's a hard day or a dark day, or we're really in a rut you know, if we just are gradually working on something small and really working on some of the tools and the tips I tell you here on this podcast, it's hard to say what two years can look like for us because I would have never imagined my life where it is today back on that ride almost two years ago and then to go do the ride today. And the last thing is, is that, so I took these pictures, I'm going to post them hopefully on Instagram, but I took these pictures and I went back to look at him right before I was doing this podcast, and two of the pictures, one, the sun is shining down right as I take the picture, which is not safe when you're biking. I get it. So bike etiquette, don't get mad if you're like, that's not safe. I know, but I slowed down and got my camera and took a picture. I didn't even know. I was just taking a picture of me. I didn't know where the sun was in realm, you know, in reference to me, and it was shining beanie right down into my picture, and then I got to the run, and there was tons of sunflowers, and sunflowers or my mom's like favorite flowers so I just stopped and took a picture next to the sunflowers and so it was so special because I was like you know I mean when I was out riding two years ago and it was so hard I didn't know and my mom you know physically was sick and now she's I like to think of her as my angel and I think she was there with me on the ride today you know and showing me all the things that I've learned so I think that just now as we get into the topic today I think it's just important to realize like we're going to go th- through things in life and my my goal and what I want to try to offer and help you guys see today that it may take a little time to get to it's okay but when we can get there is what it does it's not like it just means that everything that happened that we approve of or we like, it's just that we're accepting reality for what it is. Except for me, like accepting that my mom passed away. And that was part of, that was part of the plan. And a lot of times we, you know, often want to argue, argue with reality. And I'm going to talk about this book called, um, a lot of the things i'm going to talk about today is comes from loving what is by byron Katie. and one of my favorite quotes she says is when i argue with reality i lose only 100% of the time and so i just want us to see that that oftentimes we get to that place where we're trying to be like this shouldn't have happened or i don't want this to, i didn't want this to happen or i wish this wouldn't happen or that's not okay that that happened And it's because we're human and we get to that, right? And let's not beat ourselves up and shame ourselves. But when we get to that, the thing is, is what it does, it brings on a lot of, you know, frustration and confusion and a lot of inner turmoil because we can't go, we can't change reality. And, um, And I just want us to see that for what it is. And so oftentimes, you know, we get to places and this is where I see with my clients is that we're like you know, I didn't follow my food protocol all the way and it's not okay. And if we need to do work there, that's fine. Like it's to work, to be like, why, why is it not okay? And what's going to happen? And then we can get to listen, I did breakfast and lunch, my food protocol and my dinner wasn't as well, but it's okay. And in saying it's okay. It doesn't mean that we want to always do that. It means that we are accepting reality in that moment because we didn't do our food protocol for dinner, right? We didn't do it. And instead of like being like, it's not okay that I didn't do it. like Whatever we want to get to, whatever the chatter, whatever your common chatter is in your head for that, as soon as we can be like, okay, I did my lunch, my dinner, or I did my lunch, I did the breakfast, I didn't do dinner, and it's okay. We can just get to a place of accepting it, understanding a little bit more. And it just brings, it's it's, the fear's not there. We're kinder to ourselves. We're more fluid. It seems simple and we can get to some more ideas on what I can do from there. But as soon as we make it be that it's not okay, we're arguing with reality, we can't change it, and we bring more additional suffering to our lives. I I mean, and to be honest, I was there with my mom. I was like, I don't even know what's going to happen. I had a lot of doubt. I didn't know if I was going to be okay. I didn't know if the situation was going to be okay. And that's what I'm saying. When we're human and we get to that, let's just realize, first of all, if we're there and we're not, it's okay yet, let's realize that and be like, okay, okay. I'm here. I need to process this, and we talk about this inside Team Elevate how to actually just let a feeling come, feel the hurt, feel the pain, and realize. That's okay because I'm there. I'm already there. Like, let's not just try to be like it's okay and try to shove it away. Like I'm there. Like I, I'm in a place where I I can't. I haven't accepted it yet, or I just need to process it and let that go through the motion. Let the frustration, like the feeling of that frustration, come through, so that we can clear a space to get to it's okay. So there might be levels of getting to that, and that's that's another thing I want us to see that. We are not robotic. And if we are at a place where it's not okay yet, let's address that so that we can soften it, so we can start seeing that how can we get, how can we eventually, and I talked to people about this, is like, how can we eventually get to it's okay? And how can we accept reality for what it is instead of stay, staying in all the shoulds or, you know, all the things that I wish or all that? That's where we bring more upon ourselves. And, and I know I've done that myself. I already shared that with you. And I, as I look back in many parts of my life, the times when I thought it should be different, right? It should have gone differently, you know, or with my children, like they should do this different. If we can get to a place after we've understood what we're doing, that we're not living in reality, we're not accepting reality because it's already happened. So we're arguing with it. And if we bring this big gap of frustration that we can't even solve, We need to just realize if we can get to a statement, you know, um, some of the things when we're just like, okay, I, I, um, with my child, like this happened, it's okay. And we're going to get to a plan. And then or like, you know, my husband said this and it's okay. Instead of like, my husband said this, it's not Okay we go, it's okay. And then we can just, we don't have to dip down into deeper suffering. We can allow reality to set in and then be like, where do we want to go from here? And it just keeps us, if we can keep it there, it just keeps us from not having to go into that emotional downward spiral that we often get to that I am very guilty of, as you can see. But that's what I want to help us see today. That and just seeing that the, all the shoulds We can't change those. And so if we want to get to where, where are we going to get to when we're like, it's okay. So, um, I'm going to share this example with you (laughs) and then I'll tell about the next little point I want to talk about. So I was at my son's basketball game. He's 14. I mean, he's not in the NBA or anything, but it's actually really fun watching him. And he's was in a tournament and it was, um, tied. It was tied. The final score was tied. And so they're going to go into overtime. And I I do believe in prayer. So I believe in this and I do this to kind of help myself try to stay calm because sometimes I could get heated in games and I'm just like, okay, Heavenly Father, you know, be thy will what happens. Like, in other words, I'm saying like, it's okay. No matter what happens, let me just feel like accepted for what it is because, I mean, it is going to be what it is. But help me to understand that. And so, you know, I did a quick prayer and it turns out that they won that, you know, they won, they won in overtime. The next day they got to the exact same place and the buzzer beater shot, the other team won. Right. So it happened in both regards and it was okay both ways, but I'm going to share what happened and it wasn't okay for some people. I wasn't there. So this is coming from, um, relayed source, but (laughs) I guess it was the same situation in one grade younger. And, um, In somewhere in some of the moms' minds, it wasn't okay. Whatever happened, it wasn't okay. And the moms came onto the court, and I guess the referee had to break the moms apart so that they didn't fight each other because somehow they didn't think the score was okay and they they were, you know, debating it. And so I just want you to see from that example is that we, you know, if we make something not be okay... We just come in with, you know, all that frustration energy, all that confusion energy, all that inner turmoil. And, you know, you can see that in sports a lot, and that's okay. But I'm just saying when we can get to a place where it's like, okay, let me just accept what happens for what it is. Let me accept the reality and let's learn from it. Let's move on from there, whatever that is. And another point that Byron Katie talks about, which is she's just like, there's three kind of businesses in the world. There's your business, there's my business, and there's God's business. And uh she refers to God's business as reality. And that is kind of for me, I know, I mean, when I pray, I'm praying to a God or however you guys do it, a higher power or whatever that is, but I'm like let thy will be done and in other words I'm saying like help me be to get to a place where it's okay and accept that and and let reality be reality where i don't think i have to try to change that and the same case where i see him many times in my life when i brought in additional suffering and frustration it's because i was wanting to control you know it's it's mine it's yours and then it's God and I want to control yours <laughs> meaning I want to control the things outside of me and it, it, you can get to it's okay very well when things outside of you we're trying to control that because we actually I know that you know this but we actually don't get to control the things that are outside of us but we want to sometimes so bad because we think it will make us feel better it'll make them feel better all the things and you know if it worked I guess we'd have a whole different world right <laughs> but not the way it's supposed to be and so I have I often say this and I know people say it in different ways but um, because I ride a bicycle I always say if we try to go steer someone else's bike and at that point no one's steering our bike and we're trying to steer someone else's bike we're both gonna wreck at that point right it's not gonna be a good outcome when we're trying to steer someone else's we're not even steering ours no one's steering ours and so we have to realize if We're not taking, you know, we're not being in control of our own life and we want to be in control of someone else's. We've kind of abandoned ours to try to do theirs and and we can't do theirs anyways and then we're not taking care of us. So... And when we get to a place where we use prayer or like, let it be thy will, that's really, to me, in in a a logical sense, just being like, let me help me accept reality so that I don't have to have additional suffering. And accepting reality doesn't mean that we're not going to still have some sadness in accepting reality. I mean, I still, obviously, when you heard the very first of my podcast, I still get emotional with my mom and telling stories about her, but... I feel like I'm at you know, I'll bring sadness on or sometimes it will just be like this heavenly emotion that I can't express. It sometimes brings tears, but all that I'm willing to deal with because it's okay now. And I just don't bring on additional sadness to my life as much. And that's where I feel like we can get to when we can get to a place it's okay. And what I'm really saying with it's okay is accepting, accepting, what's going to happen in our life, accepting that we can move forward. And the more we can move through the phases and it's sometimes it's not linear. Sometimes we're like, it's not okay. And then we can get to okay. And then something will trigger us and we'll get back to, it's not okay. And then we have to work our way back to it's okay. And then the last thing is just realizing that, you know what? I only get to like steer my own bike. I don't get to steer anyone else's. I can be an influence. I can be a place of love, understanding, accepting. But I can't do that when I'm trying to control you or control reality. I'm, a, I'm not steering my bike. I'm not being an example of having control of my life and making best choices of my life. And so I'm not coming from my best self at that point. So getting to a place where we realize that the business that we are in charge of is our business, not someone else's business and not reality or what God can do. And it just, the reason I share that is because it just can bring so much inner peace to our life that's going to be a 50-50 life. We're going to have hard times. We're going to have happy times. And that's all a part of it. But if we get to the level of accepting it, then we don't have additional stuff and that's what I like to help my clients see I like to help them that with their food and they'll tell me a lot of times other exercise, I it wasn't perfect it's not okay and I want to be like you know what it's not perfect and it's okay because that's the way it's supposed to be because I know that it's not going to be perfect and I still a lot for that when I write the exercise plans and I still know you're going to be okay but I want them to get to place to knowing that like when I accept it then I don't have already I'm you know, physically tired from working out, but now I'm mentally tired because I'm beating myself up. And the same thing with, when I get with their exercise, their nutrition plans and all the things we do with the actions, we have to go back to what we're doing with the brain to start with, because that's where it's trickling down. And so if we're like, okay, it didn't work out today, but I'm okay. The next day we're willing to go back at it and be like, I can go there because it's going to be okay. I'm going to work on these things. But if it's not okay, we don't want to go back to that because there's so much additional suffering. So anyways, some fun things to think about if you're interested in a book to read. Um, such good points as Loving What Is. I love, I use Byron Katie a lot in my work, but so many good points there. And my suggestion to you this week is just see the things in your life that you can get to when you're like, you can say it's okay. And you can work on accepting reality for what it is. And then from there, you can come up with plans. From there, we have clarity. From there, we have a clear mind to decide what to do next. Now that we're accepting reality, what's the next thing we can do without all the heavy and additional suffering and baggage that we bring on? And I want to say to you too, is that like, if you start today and it's just one thing we can get to where it's okay, or just one thing to believe that it might possibly be okay, it's, I just want you to know like two years, sometimes day to day, we don't see it. But if we look back in two years and we have started a process of becoming and changing, it's amazing to see what two years can do and where you can get. So that's my hopeful thought for you. And I will talk to you guys all next week. All right. Bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at camibanks.com, or reach out to me on Instagram at camibankscoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye bye.